Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. From Capital Broadcasting Company, this is WRAL Out and About. I am your host, Kathy Hanrahan. This podcast is about bringing people together, and my guest today is doing that through food. A lot of my guests do that through food, but they're actually doing it through produce and working with farmers. I'm referring to a Cape Fear Farm credit. Now, uh, Evan Kleinhans is actually my guest today. He's going to be telling me a little bit more about a program they're doing to uh, work with people to help get them fed. So take a listen to my chat with Evan. So tell me more about what you guys got going on. So I know there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. We're really excited today to talk about the produce project. Uh, and the produce project is something that we're in the, the second year of, of doing. And it really started back at the height of the pandemic. Um, you know, for for many of us, if we roll back in time to 2020 was the first time many of us walked into a grocery store uh, and didn't see shelves full of food. The supply chain disruption uh, really exacerbated some of the uh, some of the food scarcity issues that are uh, prominent here in southeastern North Carolina. And so we wanted to do something about it. And so we created um, we created the produce project, which consists of us at Cape Fear Farm Credit, purchasing produce from farmers, uh, grown healthy produce grown right here in North Carolina. Uh, We collected that and uh, worked with uh, many distribution partners all across Southeastern North Carolina to be able to uh, help people that are food insecure have access to fresh and healthy produce. Uh, And so we've done this, uh, this is the second time and between the two projects together, Uh, We're proud that we've been able to donate over 8,500 pounds of produce, enough to feed well over 6,000 people here uh, in southeastern North Carolina. And so that's just a little bit about uh, the project that we're working on. Look forward to talking a little bit more about it. Yeah. Tell me more about how did you guys figure out what farmers you wanted to to work with through that? How'd you find farmers? So we are an agricultural lending cooperative. What Keep Fear Farm Credit does is lend money to agricultural producers and to rural residents uh, across southeastern North Carolina. And so we leverage the network that we have. I mean, this is the business that we're in, and we just use the resources that we had uh, to connect the dots. And so we're working with producers all across the spectrum. Uh, And so we just started with industry partners and customers um, and uh, because of our connections with that, that was an easy point. And that's really where we thought we added value to the equation was being able to connect the dots because the farmers at that time really didn't have avenues uh, for their produce. And so we were uh, many of the producers in the industry was concerned about, um, you know, this this wonderful produce spoiling. And so we just leveraged uh, the network of resources that we had to be able to connect the dots in essence. Farmers really, I feel like, were hit hard with the pandemic as well because it was harder, you know, to get their products out there. But and people were started to seek them out, which I think was actually something really good that was coming out of it. People were like, "Well, if I can't find 
what I'm looking for at the grocery store, farmers markets, and they, people, people were trying to find alternative ways to get the products they needed. Um, do you feel like maybe your program kind of helped give those farmers a little bit more of a boost to kind of help them through that that rough period? I think so. I think, yeah, you know, one of the things that's interesting is that we didn't go out asking for donations. Uh, we went and purchased these uh, at a fair market value. And so we used the resources that we had available to help them during a really, really difficult time. Um, but I, I do agree. I think it it added uh, as a catalyst uh, to change uh, some of our, our preferences. And to your point, uh, I think many of us are, you know, evaluating where do we get our food from and, and where was it grown? And, and we have a really good story to tell here. Agriculture is one of the, it's the largest industry in our state. Uh, we're blessed to have uh, access to healthy and safe food that's grown right here in our backyard. Uh, and, and you're right. You know, I think it's it's really interesting to see, uh, you know, the, uh, the evolution and how people are really going directly to the farmer or directly to these farmers markets uh, to be able to have a connection with agriculture. I think that's really important um, that we get connected to um, the farm and get connected to where our food comes from. Um, we're really fortunate in North Carolina to have uh, it right here in our backyard, and, and we're proud to to be able to serve that industry. The Out and About podcast will be right back. We are back with more from Evan from Cape Fear Farm Credit. Yeah, I feel like people, you know, we started, we changed a lot of our habits, I feel like in the past year. I mean, a lot of people cooking at home more. Um, you know, people were cooking at home, they were spending more time at home, they were looking for quality products, we were looking for meal kits, we were looking for um, restaurants that could offer family takeout meals, like a lot of people's habits kind of changed. And I think some people, I know with me, I'm keeping some of those you know, changes, I'm, you know, cooking a little bit more or trying to find, you know, fresh produce or, you know, just doing things a little differently. And I think that that's something that's going to stay around for a while. I couldn't agree more, you know, and it's really interesting to see, you know, agricultural producers are so resilient and they, you know, through the pandemic, you know, they never stopped producing the food that we need. They went in um, regardless of the risks, they put their boots on every morning and then they went out and um, they do what they, they do to produce the food that we all need to survive as a society and, and really, you know, agricultural producers here in North Carolina feed not only just the local communities, but certainly the nation and, and abroad. And but they've also have to to innovate and, and evolve. And many have adapted um, to serving the markets that you're talking about, being able to doing subscription kits or or providing different avenues for them to be able to diversify how they they sell. Uh, the wonderful products that they grow here in North Carolina. And I agree. I mean, my family, for the same reasons as you shared, we kind of adapted some of our habits and, and we like some of those things, you know, shopping at uh, local farmers markets and, and going out on these farms. Uh, agritourism is something that we're seeing blossom as well. And so I agree. There's some things that uh, that the pandemic forced us into that we think are, are going to stick around and, and actually for the good. Yeah. I mean, I, I love a good produce box too. I mean, I, I, that's one of my favorite things is when we can um, get, you know, like our, our monthly, like, you know, produce box of some kind from, from a local place um, and be able to discover for me, it's discovering different vegetables and fruit that maybe I didn't cook with before. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, like spaghetti squash. I had never cooked with spaghetti squash until I got it in a produce box one day. And I was like, this is, cool. Let me see what I can do with this. And now it's like become a staple 
of our diet. Like we're always cooking with it now. And it's something we never really used much. So it's always nice to discover things, you know, to discover a vegetable that maybe you didn't work with and you can get your family and your kids to start eating. Uh, so that's another way I know that a lot of people are helping to support uh, farmers uh, and, and agri, uh, the agricultural community. Tell me more about this produce um, project that you guys do. Um, how much, I mean, how often are you getting stuff from the farmers? How often are you donating? Sure. So um, you, you touched on the, the diversity of, of agriculture. And so we've sourced uh, produce here with the project for from about 46 uh, different local farms uh, here uh, in North Carolina. Um, and that we have donated a bunch of volunteer hours. Uh, and so we've, we've run these uh, over a period of time. We do it for about a month um, where we will uh, collect this produce uh, and then our employees will volunteer time. We'll package it all up into a produce box, just like we talked about. And then at the local level, what we do is we have nine locations across southeastern North Carolina. And at each different location that we serve, uh, the employees that live and work in those communities find different distribution partners that can add the most value. And they will coordinate all the logistics to be able to get the, far get the produce from the farm. We package it at our facilities uh, safely, and then we uh, work to get it distributed through a variety of different distribution partners. And that can be local charities, local food banks, um, and a variety of other uh, local fire departments, et cetera, have gotten involved. And wherever we find, feel like we can find uh, the people that are most in need of this food, uh, food insecurity is a really uh, significant issue. And we're trying to just lean into that situation. Uh, and so we've done it twice and we do it right here in the, the summertime between June and July each year. Um, and as I said, uh, we've donated over about 8,500 pounds of produce, feeding over uh, 6,000 people here um, in the last 12 months or so. That's amazing. Well, what else do you guys have going on? Anything else you feel like people should know about? Well, Cape Fear Farm Credit, you know, we're an ag lending cooperative, which is a little bit different. Uh, and so I'd like to just share a little bit about what a cooperative is and, and what we do. Um, you know, we are owned by the people that borrow from us. And so we exist to provide a really stable and consistent source of credit and financial services. Agriculture is a really volatile industry. And so we exist to serve that industry through good times and, and bad to make sure that we all have a, a stable access to, to food supply here, uh, not only in North Carolina, but also uh, nationally and, and globally as, as well. And so Anyone that has is related to ag or ag-related businesses is who we serve, uh, but we also serve rural residents across the state who are interested in, in purchasing real estate or buying a home in the countryside. We also have products and services for them. But as a cooperative, what that means is that you, if you borrow from us, you actually become an owner. Um, and as your business um, or your uh, you perform on your loan, um, you know, as the association is successful, we return a portion of those profits back to our customer borrowers, and that helps lower their cost to borrow money from us. And so uh, we're made up of, uh, we're owned by farmers and rural residents across southeastern North Carolina, and uh, we're a niche player in that we just focus on, on lending and um, lending money to agricultural related businesses, uh, agricultural producers. And uh, anyone that is interested in living uh, in in the countryside across uh, North Carolina. 
interesting. I didn't know that, you know, um, I feel like I learned something new in this podcast, um, every week. So I feel like I learned something new about what you guys do. Um, how can people find out more about, um, about, you know, your business, but also, you know, the produce project and everything else. Sure. So you can go to our website, which is www.capefearfc, as in farm credit, www.capefearfc.com. You can also uh, search Produce Project uh, on our website. Uh, We also have um, all types of social media outlets on Facebook and Instagram. If you just look up Cape Fear Farm Credit, Uh, there's plenty of information out there. We'd love for you to connect with us. Uh, talk about um, if you're interested in becoming involved in that, there's some information uh, on our website uh, about how to do that with the produce project, as well as um, our broader uh, service for for lending products. That's so cool. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It it was a pleasure. Thank (laughs) you so much for having, having me today. I want to thank Evan for joining me today. It's always wonderful to find out about people who are doing good in the community. Uh, You can find out more about them. Check out our show notes, uh, which is our our information under our podcast. Uh, And make sure to follow us on social media, guys. Uh, This has been the Out and About podcast production of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, just, you know, follow us. Share with your friends. We're on TikTok now, WRL Out and About on all platforms. Have a fantastic rest of your day, guys. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.